0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Andrew and today we'll be covering Romans chapter 7. This section of the scripture in Romans 7 describes the struggle of one wanting to do the right thing and to fulfill God's righteous requirements, but failing and feeling condemned because of it. Do you have the same struggle in your Christian life? I surely do. Here in Romans 7, Paul described the same exact experience. The experience that Paul described in Romans 7 is very common. Although in the context of Romans 7 and 8, the experience in Romans 7 is an experience of unbeliever, but nearly all believers pass through this. I hope what we see here in this chapter can help us to find a way out. To find our way out of this experience, we need to see in detail what this experience is, and this can be a big help in our Christian life. Let's start by reading some verses from Romans 7. Romans seven fourteen. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am fleshy, soul under sin. For what I work out, I do not acknowledge. For what I will, this I do not practice. But what I hate, this I do. But if what I do not will, this I do, I agree with the law that it is good. Now then, it is no longer I that work it out, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but to work out the good is not. For I do not do the good which I will, but the evil which I do not will, this I practice. But if what I do not will, this I do, it is no longer I that work it out, but sin that dwells in me. I find then the law with me, who wills to do the good, that is, the evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God, according to the inner man. But I see a different law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and making me a captive to the law of sin which is in my members wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of this death. In the verses that I just read, Paul is describing the four different laws that are operating inside and outside of us. What I mean regarding these laws is the spontaneous innate capacity or working principle going on within us. There is a spontaneous power operating within us. A good illustration is the law of gravity. Gravity has a spontaneous innate capacity. It is a spontaneous power of gravity. The working principle of gravity. We call this the law of gravity. The first matter we want to see in Romans 7 is the law of God. The law of God is outside of us, but God demands and requires his people to follow and obey them. Whether we like it or not, God and God's law is unchanging. We cannot pick and choose which law from God to follow or not to follow. The law of God is a portrait of God. The law that a person makes shows what kind of person he or she is. If I make a law, That law will show my person and my preferences. God's law shows who God is and what God is. God is love. God is light. God is holiness and righteousness. This is what the law unveils of who God is. As sinners, when we look at the law, we realize this is what God is and this is what I am not. So what the law does when we come to the law and see the law is identify sin. The law identifies sin as sin and it leads man to the knowledge of sin. Romans 7 experience certainly is not a pleasant one. It is an experience of struggle and failure. One of the factors of a struggle and failures is the very law of God. If we are not capable of keeping the law and God fully knowing this, what function does it serve, and how does God expect us to follow his law? God actually does not want us to fulfill the requirements of the law on our own. He wants us to be joined to Christ who lives inside of us. This one is the overcoming one. Christ has the life and the capacity to live a life without sin. So the first function of the law of God is to expose us of our sinful nature and evil deeds. When we look at the law of God, we realize what God is and what we are. We're sinful and sinners. When it exposes us, it leads us to the second function. The second function of the law is to guard God's chosen people and escort them to Christ. The law brings us to Christ. We see this in Galatians 3.24 where Paul says, So then the law has become our child conductor unto Christ, that we might be justified out of faith. Another important function of the law of God is to show us that as sinners, we are under God's judgment. So when man look at the law, man realizes that we are just sinners under God's judgment. To be saved from God's judgment, I need to believe into Christ, receive Christ, and I need to enjoy Christ, and turn to Christ day by day, so that I can be justified, not only objectively, but also in my living. The second and third law in Romans 7 are the laws that are operating within us. Let's look at the laws that are within us. Firstly, we have the law of our mind. The law of our mind we would call the law of good. There is something within our being that wants to do good because God created us in his image. Only God is good. In our created being, we want to do good. We want to be good. The law of our mind responds to the law of God that is outside of us. We naturally resolve or make determination to do good things and to do what the law of God requires us to do. But there's another law that Paul says in our members that is stronger, much, much stronger than the law of good in our mind. This is the law in our members, the law of sin and death. This is the working principle of sin and death within us. It's a spontaneous power and innate capacity of sin and death within us. When we try to do good, Paul says, whenever I try to do good, evil is right there with me. When we try to do good, obey the law of God, that immediately kicks in the switch on the law of the sin and of death in our being. And we cannot overcome this law by the law of good in our mind. These two laws, the law of good and the law of sin and of death, are always warring against each other. We can say even the law of sin and of death is activated as soon as we try to fulfill God's law. For example, Sometimes I would make a determination to be a patient person. I would say today I'll try my best to be understanding and not get upset at anyone. What I don't realize is that as soon as I have this desire to be patient, the law of sin and death within me is activated and will eventually win against my desire to be patient. Using Paul's word in verse 23, I see a different law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and making me a captive. To the law of sin which is in my members thankfully paul also unveiled another law within us that is stronger to both the law of good and the law of sin and of death we will see this in romans chapter 8 so make sure you tune in to the next podcast there is another law that can overcome the law of sin and of death this law is called the law of the spirit of life the wonderful lord jesus who lives within us brings about the strongest law the law of the spirit of life These four laws might seem complicated, but the simple fact is to contact Christ in our spirit. God wants us to turn to the living person in our spirit. As we look away unto this wonderful person, the Lord Jesus in us, we're spontaneously free from the law of good in our mind and the law of sin and death in our members. This is really the only way. That's it for today. Keep enjoying the Bible. and Make sure you tune in to the next episode on Romans 8.